0: Okay, it's time, third Saturday in October. Jimmy and I are going to give our predictions. You're going to have to let us know what you think.
1: You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
0: day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. I got me a new shirt, Jimmy. It's so new, I got my tag on it. For so those who don't that know, it is this. absolutely incredible. I should really, it should be you wearing the shirt, right? Yeah, because it should you be me wearing me the shirt.
1: <laughs> it, sh- it is, it should be me. Something tells me it won't fit right.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh thanks everybody. Sleep for this shirt. First listen. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. And yeah, I'm going to wear this shirt very proudly. It literally just says you're on mute. I can't believe I found a shirt that just says you're on mute. It's like god sent it. You found it? You, you didn't have it made? No, I, I had found it. it. I found it online.
1: Unbelievable.
0: I know. Isn't that crazy? Um
1: okay. It would be it so, would be like if it? I found a shirt that said you're wrong about everything and I, and I wore that
0: Jimmy, we're going. We're going to do this a little backwards than the itinerary right there on the right, oh, all because right. I, I think uh, what I want to do is save the predictions for the players and predictions for the game and the rest of the SEC in segments segments two and three. Right now, I got. I want to do like a little coupure-y. Uh First of all, big shout out to Garrett with the Mountain Brook Fire Department. At least I think it was a Mountain Brook Fire Department. I didn't have the foresight. To check it out last night. I come home. There's a fire truck out side of one of my neighbor's house we go up of course to investigate because we're nosy and um turns out they had like a not a gas leak but somebody had left a gas stove or something on and uh you know smelled like gas so they called the fire department they come out and check it out and i'm just sitting there talking to the neighbor and garrett who seems like a great american uh comes over and says um says uh okay uh, you look familiar. I, you're you're on Locked On Bama, aren't you? And I said, yeah. I mean, like dude, I was kind of taken aback. It was so cool, and I appreciate his uh, that. I told him I'd give him a shout out. So here's your shout out, Garrett. You're a great American, and I appreciate all your service and helping out my neighbors. And Jimmy, somebody said something to you too, right? Oh well, that was less
1: uh, less formal. Uh, certainly, oh uh, yeah, walking through a parking lot in Tuscaloosa, a random a random strip mall in Tuscaloosa. Going into store with my wife and a, and a and a fine gentleman rolled by in his car, sticking his head out, yelling at me, "Lockdown, Bama!" And I yeah. felt, felt very. Uh, I, felt, I felt it was great. It was great. It was it's absolutely a, great. It was great. a little and scary it,
0: because because here's the deal. Um, <laughs> it lets me know I can't be a jackass all the time. Like I've got to be on guard. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Because if I had said something, no, like,
1: I appreciate, I appreciate said, getting out, uh, being recognized. Just because I, I'm, I'm still, even though we've been doing this for years, me and you've been doing this for years, uh, it's still boggles my mind that 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 people listen to this show. <laughs> and thank you, thank you. But it, it's still, it's it's a, uh, it's almost, it's I don't know. I'm 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 not I'm not being humble. I'm being like, wow, people listen to the show. Because we would do it if five people listened, but we have a whole lot more than five listeners. So that
0: we've great. done it when five people were listening. <laughs> we did. So anyway, <laughs> we did. Uh, one other thing, uh, because I said that I, I got to be on guard all the time. Because what if I just come up there and been my normal self and said something completely awkward, like you know, man, firemen are always so late to every response, and then this, <laughs> and then like he comes <laughs> up to tell me that he's like, that's one listener you don't have anymore. <laughs> so I've got a, i have got I love firemen. I want to say yeah. that I love all fire.
1: Get there oh, okay. before the fire starts and then you'll be doing <laughs> something.
0: <laughs> okay. So a couple other things um, this Sunday, look, for those of you who don't know, first of all, Philadelphia just signed Julio Jones. I love that. So now you got Jalen Hurts throwing to Julio and throwing to Devonte Smith being blocked for by Landon Dickerson. And frankly, A.J. Brown, who we thought was going to go to Alabama at one time at least, and – um Pretty incredible. I love that. Uh, yeah, so and Friday's
1: book, is a, huh? Friday is a great day on this campus. I am being pulled in a thousand, you know, the day before the third Saturday in October, right? So Friday afternoon, I got to choose between, uh, I would like to watch uh, the Feinbaum show will be live down, down the street. And that's kind of a, for the fans thing. So the Feinbaum show is going on. Alabama's playing softball. Alabama's got an intra-squad gymnastics meet that they do annually that's kind of the first look at the gymnastics team. My wife loves that, and and that would be fun to go to. So gymnastics, softball, fine bomb, the first swimming meet or the first home swimming meet is going on Friday, and Alabama plays soccer. That's all wow. Friday afternoon. It's crazy.
0: Um Yeah, that's awesome. And then, of course, on the other side for Philadelphia, you got Miami. The game I just went to. You got Tua Tungvaluwa. You got Jalen Waddle. You got. I mean, Miami and Philadelphia Sunday night. I mean, you can't get it better than that. One other note: this weekend, uh, my daughter is coming in today. She's bringing in her friend Aisha. Um, She's Indian, and even even though she was born in the states, I think both her parents came over from India. Super nice girl. Just love her to death. And uh, she's coming in today. And I'm taking her to her first football game of any description. That is the Alabama-Tennessee ah, game. So and that's, that's the first cool. football game she's
1: ever going to see in her life in person?
0: That's what I'm told. Like, pretty she hasn't cool. been to any
1: high school games. Um, pretty so, cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Then a couple other just uh, quick recruiting thoughts. You know
1: what she's going to say when she watches for her first few minutes?
0: Why doesn't Alabama's quarterback run the ball? <laughs> Why don't they get a new left, somebody to help chip block on the, with the left yeah, tackle? Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Why isn't the back staying, why isn't the tight end chip in the end to help Proctor?
0: Um, okay, so recruiting-wise, Zion Grady Uh, out of the Troy area yes Uh, he just picked up a crystal ball to Alabama 20 25 guy um super high priority you know borderline five star if not a five star and then Naheem Alford was one of the ones that was supposed to come in for a visit he told your buddy and my buddy Andrew Bone that he would be in for a visit but he's changed his plans uh it was going to originally be Ohio State then Alabama now he's going to Auburn Hey, so be it. Like Andrew Bone said, I mean, call a spade a spade. Here's good news for Auburn. It doesn't necessarily mean bad news for Alabama. He's supposed to be back for LSU, but I mean, certainly we would rather have him be on campus. What's, what's, what,
1: one thing I want people to realize, and, and I don't know exactly what happened in offered situation, but one thing people need to realize is, you know, you can't assume the way you live your, your life is the way a lot of other people live their lives. These kids, a lot of these kids, not all of them, but a lot of these kids are highly dependent on rides they don't have their own vehicle or their own parents who can take them. You know, they—they they, a lot of times they're dependent on their high school coaches taking them on these these uh, unofficial visits. Uh, so many kids are dependent on that, right? So let's say your defensive coordinator from your school is going to take a few kids, and then you're like, "Hey, coach, can you take me to Tuscaloosa next weekend?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then three other kids come to him and say, uh, "We got invitations to Auburn. Can you take us to Auburn?" And he's like, "Hey, I got." Three kids that need to go to Auburn, one to Tuscaloosa. I'm I'm going to go to Auburn because I got three kids asking me. So he tells the other kid, "Hey, I got to go to Auburn." And the kid's like, "Okay, cool, I'll go to Auburn." I mean, that that happens all the time. That's not even isolated. Uh, A lot of these kids are just dependent on rides, and and that's what changes. It's not like the kid all of a sudden goes, "I'm going to go to Alabama." You know what? I like Auburn more. I'm going to go to Auburn. It's it's not. Sometimes it's that but a lot of times it's not. So don't assume too much when you hear of something like that happening.
0: Jimmy, when we come back, we're going to get into some predictions for what we think the players are going to do this weekend, meaning the Alabama players over under on their statistics and things like that. But right now I want to tell everybody about something that's very important and that's better help. This episode is sponsored by better, better help. Just an absolutely fantastic resource here. Um, look, if you've been like me and at some point, maybe for a long part of your life, which was with me. And you try to lay down. You think you're going to sleep and your body's exhausted, but your brain is going a mile a minute. I mean, just going nuts. And you're thinking about all the stress in your life. You're thinking about everything that's wrong. You're thinking about something that happened to you in the third grade. I can't tell you how many times I've had uh, just these bad thoughts about something that happened to me many, many moons ago that doesn't affect anything right now, but it just pops into your head like, hey, you think you're going to take a rest? Nope, I'm not going to let that happen. Normal stuff. It, it's it doesn't mean you're crazy. It means you you might just need better help. You might need help. And better help is a fantastic resource uh, when you feel like your brain is getting in its own way. Uh, I have benefited from therapy. I've benefited from medicine. It has helped me a ton. I'm not embarrassed at all to talk about it ever uh, because I think it's so important. So visit betterhelp.com slash locked on college today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, hel locked on college. Look, you want to make your brain your friend again. And I'm telling you, uh, you can be your own worst enemy sometimes. And it's super uh, a super idea to reach out and talk with somebody about this. Go to com slash locked on college. Also want to tell you about right now, FanDuel, love FanDuel, you know we love FanDuel, everybody loves FanDuel, it's hard to beat FanDuel, you can beat an egg, you can beat a bush, you can't beat FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, right now new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets whether you win or whether you lose or whether you're on mute, whatever it is. If you've been thinking about joining Fanduel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, which we're going to do next, uh, over unders, and more. Visit Fanduel.com/slash locked on college and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel.com is an official partner of the NFL. All right, Jimmy, I, I did a uh, did a crossover episode yesterday with uh, Chris. Gordy from Locked On SEC and Eric Kane from um, Locked On Balls, and it's been kind of funny because uh, you know I, I I thought I was being pretty doggone respectful to be quite honest with you, and I said something you and I have made a um, a big deal out of the fact that Milrow hadn't started that many games, and I said you know Joe Milton is more experienced than Jalen Milrow. And I had so many people in the comments on the Locked On section say, that's Bama math. You know, Alabama's actually played more games in Tennessee this year. I'm like, yeah, but Jalen Millro didn't play one of those games. And Milton started in seasons prior. Wasn't Milton the starter before Hendren Hooker? I seem to remember Milton He has out-
1: started games at Tennessee in the past. He also started games at Michigan.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, he has definitely started more games. I mean, that was my point. To me, um, it's
1: just career pass attempts. Career pass attempts – Milton way more career pass attempts than Milro how else are we gonna how else would you define experience other than career pass attempts right Yeah it, it it's it's not just starts in my mind, it's career pass attempts and uh I don't have that number in front of me I can just promise anyone's listening. Milton has many many more than Milro uh Milro is the least experienced starting quarterback in the SEC. The one closest to Milrow in terms of the least experienced is Carson Beck. Keep in mind, even more importantly, in all of this, Jalen Milrow's in year three. Carson Beck is in year four. Joe Milton is in year six.
0: So the the guy's 25 years old. I mean, it makes a big difference and uh, people just don't seem to get it, but that's okay. Um, So I guess I'm going to ask this. Uh, do you think? Do you think jo- who has more passing yards, Milrow or Milton? And, and I'm going to say the, this: the season, Mil- the season. M- Milton, Milton is plus forty yards. So that's that's my spread. I'm making this spread up out of thin air. FanDuel, if you're listening, you want to put it out there, go for it. But I'm saying you can have Milton plus forty yards or Milrow minus forty yards. Who has more? Dead silence is bad for audio Jimmy. Oh
1: yeah. I guess I must think faster if I want to be live. Well, we record live. Uh I'm going to say uh I'm going to say Milro even even Me with too. minus 40. Me but too. boy. I, but my silence indicated I gave that a lot of thought. I'm not sure. I think that you know straight up Milro.
0: Minus 40. Oof. Oof. All right. Not sure. All right. <laughs> I'll say Milro who wins the rushing battle overall forget individual tennessee, tennessee minus 25 yards tennessee i agree i 25 is probably low that's one of those i'd bet on early and then uh the line would Hear change line. Yeah. tennessee will outrush alabama
1: by about the same amount of yards milro out throws milton that's fair that, that that's that seems right to me i mean like as in just picking out numbers Tennessee rushes for 160. Alabama rushes for 120. Uh, you know, Milton throws for for 240. Milrow throws for 280. And it sort of balances out. And I think both teams have roughly the same amount of offense in this game. I, I really do.
0: Okay. Um, okay. So how about over-under catches for Amari Knoblak? Three and a half. I saw half.
1: Amari Nye black this morning on my walk across campus, by the way. Did you speak to him? Uh, no, I never saw. I, I, I see players all over campus. I, I have ra- – Did I, you I go, hey, to Alabama? Not once. <laughs> Not once. Isn't that sad? I saw Dylan Lonergan yesterday. That was uh, first quarterback of the season. Uh, Amari Nye black, what would you
0: say to him? Three and half. was on him? Did you say four? Three and a half. Uh, under. I think you're right. I hate it. I think it should be over. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it to be over.
1: I mean, that's the thing. We have so many talented skill position players. It would be nice to get them. You know, who's got a great Clint Lamb had this from BOL. Clint Lamb has this great story with these cool facts. And one of the facts was, you know, who averages the most receptions per snaps played in other words, the guy that's getting in the rotation that catches more balls than you would think, despite the few snaps he plays is Kobe Prentice. And and to me, it's like, you know, it makes total sense. That dude is open all that. He's constantly open. I would love to get Kobe, the ball more. I would love to get Malik Benson more involved. I want to see Jalen Hale make big plays. And yeah, I want Nye Black to catch about eight balls. You add it all up. And I'm like, you know, we need to be throwing it 50 times. And at the same time, I'm like, I want Justice to get more carries. I want Jam to get more carries, but I don't want to take any carries away from Jace. And so here I am, clearly with a f- poor grasp of mathematics.
0: Now, I'm, I'm with you on that. It feels like, in fact, er, earlier on our podcast, we were like, okay, some guys, you know, reemerge like Kobe Brennis. And then like that afternoon, Clint, Clint Black put that, Clint Black. Clint Lamb. That Clint Lamb. If general. Clint Black had put this stat out, it would have been, that would have been big time news. Little known fact: He does play guitar, Clint Lamb Clint does Black, play guitar. Clint Black giving up country music altogether to cover <laughs> Alabama statistics.
1: He's this um, killing time is killing me. All right,
0: I'm gonna. I'm trying that's not to. It's Clint, Clint Black. That's Clint Black, <laughs> Isn't that You funny? It's Clint Black. Every <laughs> time I bring somebody up, my phone rings.
1: It's uh-huh. Clint Black saying, "A hey, uh, you know, you owe me a dollar for that killing time line you just used."
0: All right, so when we come back, Jimmy, we're going to uh, give our predictions for this game and maybe a couple of other games uh, that are big. It's going to be a nice weekend of college football. Right now, I want to tell you about Bird Dogs. Look, y'all, I'm supposed to go off this live read. I understand that, but I want to tell you this instead. All right, so Bird Dogs sent me a pair of – they've sent me some shorts – which I love. I wear them all the time. I tell you all the time. My wife says, "Hey, man, you, you're ordering, you're wearing these shorts too much." I'm like, no, "That's on you." I, I like them. I, it's my body. It's you know my choice. I will wear the shorts I want to wear. Um, and then so, uh, but they sent me a pair of joggers, right? And I got this funky body. I got this long. I'm six five, and I got this long torso and sort of relatively short legs for a dude my height. So I'm always like, "Man, none of that stuff ever fits me right." It's so hard for me to. Get, I put these mothers on and I'm telling you, I love them. I I wore them uh, to my, to like go out, to go work out on Tuesday. And then uh, on Wednesday, I wore them again yesterday to my, to coach my daughter's soccer game. And it was like, I mean, I hate to say it was like wearing nothing at all, but it was kind of like wearing nothing at all. It would have been creepy, but it was, it was like that. I'd say it felt that way. I didn't do that, but I'm telling you, y'all please go try these things out. Look, Jimmy and I do not, uh try and push you to stuff we don't use or don't believe in. These things are awesome. I've had so- Jimmy wears
1: them. Uh, I wear He's- them constantly. I wear them constantly.
0: These things make you look good. They make you feel good. You really need to go check out Bird Dogs. And um, I'm telling you, if you go check it out, go to birddogs.com slash college uh, or enter promo code College at checkout. You'll get a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. This birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take them off. I promise you. I never do. I mean, I wear them all the time. So go check out birddogs.com dogs.com slash locked on college. Yeah. I went off the reservation there and uh, to give that live read, but I mean, I think it's more important to tell people like how much I really like these things. So whatever. You can
1: wear them to church and you can wear them to bed.
0: Yeah. And, or good. You know, I could wear them while I'm thinking about I should be going to church. I had not been to church in a while. Last time I went to church, they threw water on me, so I had not been back. Um, anyway, it's an old joke.
1: Did you get a church or an exorcism?
0: <laughs> There's a baptism. Oh, okay. Get it? I thought, get it? So, yeah. all right, score predictions, Jimmy. Look, sure. let me go ahead and get mine since it's already out there on the interwebs. Um, this is a stupid one. I don't like it if... I'm only not changing it because I've already said it somewhere else, and, and, like, somebody would say something awful about me if I did. I'm going 1914 Alabama. and 1914. That, that's a throwback to 2015 when Derrick Henry made a big-time run. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley made some great catches to get us down the field. Jake Coker was a warrior that game. Uh, Derrick Henry specifically was. And then Ryan Anderson gets this fantastic sack. And I'll tell you what I remember about that game as much as anything. I don't remember the exact spread. But I know that it was double digits, and I know that my father had taken uh, Alabama because we all thought Alabama was going to win big. All right. Derrick Henry gets Alabama up. Alabama gets a sack, if I remember right. Then they get another sack from Ryan Anderson, which causes, uh, I think, was it Josh Dobbs? I think it was Josh Dobbs to fumble. And it is picked up by my cousin, Ashawn Robinson. And A'shawn starts running towards the end zone, but he can't really get out of the grasp of anybody. And he's about five yards short of the end zone. If he had scored, Alabama would have covered. Instead, Alabama kneels it, game over. Alabama wins, but they don't cover. And uh, that's what we call terrible moments in gambling history. So, but I'm going 1914 Alabama. Jimmy, what you got?
1: Uh, Pretty similar. I don't have that uh, specific, you know, uh you know, like, hey, it reminds me of this year or, you know, this particular player is going to gonna make the difference. But uh, I do think it's going to be very close. I think statistically when the game is over, uh, it, that's going to be close. I think Tennessee will rush for more yards in Alabama. I think Alabama will throw for more yards in Tennessee. I think they'll both make a couple of big plays, and I think both will stand out defensively. Uh, I got a few more points. I'm a little Hesitant to, uh, to, 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 you know, th- this score sounded good to me all week. And as we're getting closer, Luke, I'm worried that I've got too many points being scored by both teams. But I got Alabama winning the game 27 to 20, uh, seven point difference. And I, I, I don't know if at any point in the game, it's the, this game will be, you know, the teams will be separated by more than seven. I, I think it's going to be really tight. Uh, but in the end, Alabama wins the game because they have just more good players than Tennessee. And I think a big difference in this game, Luke, is uh, Alabama's defense, uh, you know, it ends up being the best unit on the field is Alabama's defense. Uh, but Al- the same old issues, I- I'm predicting the same the same issues we've seen, Alabama will have a difficult time getting Tennessee blocked. The pass rush, there'll be sacks. Milro will be sacked. The pass rush will be difficult to deal with. Alabama won't run the ball well enough, uh, you know, to control the game. But in the end, Jalen Milro makes enough plays with his arm to Alabama's talented receiving core that they win the game 27 20.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think Alabama's defense is the better defense. And that was something else that a Tennessee fan sort of got onto me about. They were like, uh, you know, Tennessee's got a couple of guys better than Dallas Turner. I'm like, you know, Dallas Turner was just named oh. AP midseason All American, ESPN midseason All American, and CBS All American.
1: Statistically, he has outperformed both Pierce and Barron, their best pass rushers. Statistically, he's outperformed them while playing the nation's 10th toughest schedule, while Tennessee has played the 88th schedule. So, Dallas is putting up better numbers against better teams. That's and and again, that's not me going, oh, Alabama's great, Tennessee's bad. I'm just saying that's the case that's for right. why Dallas would be ahead of them. that's why Dallas is ahead of those guys when it comes to things like all American teams and and uh, all SEC-type things. But that's not to sell the Tennessee Vols short. They, they got some dudes. Pierce is good. Barron's good. Beasley's a good player. They got some good DBs, uh, and they certainly have players on offense that are scary, and I think Milton's scary. But in the end, one of the reasons I'm picking Alabama to win the game is uh, even though he's their guy's in year six and our guy's in year three, I think Jalen Milrow's a better player than Joe Milton.
0: I think Milroe also is a wee bit more accurate. Yeah. I think, and uh, and even though we've been sort of down on our receivers this year, I think Alabama's got a better receiving core this year,
1: particularly with Brew McCoy out. I think that was a real game changer. Uh, and and Tennessee's got good receivers, and they're an ascending good program. How about this? I'm, I'm, I will, Alabama will beat Tennessee 27 20. Uh, but later in the year, I've got Tennessee beating Georgia and Knoxville. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Okay. How about that for you, Tennessee fans that that are predictions for that week, Goober? Yeah.
1: How about you, Tennessee fans? Uh, you know, pinning their hate, their poison letters to me and you. uh, I got Tennessee beating Georgia. Uh, I've kind of said it all year, but I feel more adamant than ever that's going to prove to be true.
0: Uh, that's going to be something we'll deal with later on. But until then, Jimmy, we will have a podcast after the game. You and I are both going to the game, so we're going to somebody's going to do the press conference link to through the game. But we we're going to have a podcast, but it'll be later. So because uh, I got to get back to Birmingham and all that. But anyway, until then, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.